Hello, and welcome to On Walking the Way. This week we want to talk about the art of walking free and maintaining a clear conscience. We're going to begin with a passage from 1 John. Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. By this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our heart before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God, and whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God, and God in him. There is something about a child that makes us all feel young and free. Their wide-eyed wonder at everything they see makes us all feel that wave of innocent freedom, even if it's only for a moment. But all too often, our experience is nothing like that child's innocence and freedom. Too often, our experience is one of guilt, regret, and the persistent feeling that we're not doing enough. What is this? It is, at least in part, our damaged conscience. Now, conscience is something people don't talk about that much anymore. Sometimes it feels to me like people have given up on maintaining a clear conscience. I often wonder if people have given up on even trying to maintain a clear conscience because they feel that achieving a clear conscience is impossible. Well, I guess that makes sense. Without Jesus, a clear conscience is impossible. We're often told that guilt and shame are only cultural constructs, but that is simply false or, at best, incomplete It assumes that humanity is the last and only word on right and wrong. The truth is, right and wrong have been established by the one who created all things, and that's not us. There are cultural constructs, of course, but they are nothing like the last word on anything. Jesus is the first and the last word on everything and his sacrifice balanced the scales of justice once and for all for anyone who wants to be forgiven and set free. So the upshot of all this is that in and through Jesus, a clear conscience is now possible to attain, and more to the point, to maintain. We can believe and put our trust in Jesus, and we can love one another. Love is, as I've said before, benefiting others at my expense. It is what Jesus did for us, and it is what we can do for others, even our enemies. According to this passage in 1 John, to maintain a clear conscience, we need to love one another with deeds rather than empty words. And if we do that in faith, we will have a clear conscience that will result in confidence before God. A pure love for others through faith in Jesus does not calculate the cost to itself or make projections on potential gain for itself. 
A pure love is concerned only with the gain for the other. The cross of Jesus is our model, and the Spirit of God is our strength. The Christian has no excuses, though we often look for them, because, as Peter says, his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. So this week, instead of living in fear of the next news cycle or living in regret of past failures, let's repent of our past failures and receive the grace of Jesus. We can truly walk along this path in the real world today. His path leads us to love others through faith in the power of his cross and resurrection. His path, his way, is love for others, which produces a clear conscience as we walk on to eternal life in him. Jesus is the beginning of the path and the destination. And along the way, we love others with a clear conscience. Have a great week.